0: I want to get married hey there lovebirds happy wedding Wednesday and welcome to episode 107 of your I do crew a wedding planning podcast each week co-hosts Atan and Lindsay bring over 30 years of industry experience to the table with insight and interviews from local and national wedding pros to give you the best tips tricks and hacks that will take the stress out of your wedding planning process and help elevate your special day So grab something old. And something new. It's time to listen to your Your I I Do Do Crew. So we are still recovering from our trip to Vegas. The Wedding NBA conference was so much fun. It's literally the largest wedding conference in the world. There's something like 10,000 attendees. It was so awesome and we got so much great information, but between the travel and the time difference and all the time that we were spending in these sessions, we didn't have the time that we thought we would to interview a bunch of pros there. So we did collect a bunch of cards from folks who are Wedding Pros worldwide, and we're gonna have them on as special guests, bringing their amazing experience and insights. But for now, today, you're gonna get another wedding horror story. This is one of mine from a few years ago. I hope you enjoy it. So this was a wedding that I did for the child of a coworker. Uh, I had contacted this couple. They were a lot of fun, and they decided to have a very casual beach wedding, which is awesome. I love casual. I love beach weddings. All good. No problem. It was at a nice country club right on the lake, and they were super-duper committed to the casual theme, if you will. Uh, So much so that they required me to buy a Hawaiian shirt for this wedding, which I did not have one before. But So I bought a Hawaiian shirt. To be able to do this wedding. Uh, so it was Hawaiian shirt and khaki shorts. All of the uh, the groom and all of the groomsmen were also in khaki shorts. Uh, the groom and all of the groomsmen were in backwards baseball caps. They did have um, white button-up shirts and vests on, though. They had khaki vests to go with their khaki shorts. So, you know, you can see it was a lot of fun. It was um, it was a blast. Like I said, very casual. And they like to keep it lighthearted. This couple wanted me to basically have the wedding ceremony be a almost a stand-up comedy routine. They said they wanted to keep people laughing, keep it light. Hey cool. So I had a ton of fun writing this with them. Um and side note, their vows they wrote for each other that I helped them to write were basically like a roast of each other. So it was it was pretty intense. So as we're getting closer to the wedding day, we start looking at the weather and it's looking questionable to say the least. Uh we are looking at the 10-day forecast and the 10-day forecast had it to be storming and raining on that day, so we were concerned. We're waiting for the forecast to change as we're getting closer because we live in Ohio and the forecast always changes. Uh, we, we have a joke that says if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. But, um, So anyways, we continued to get closer to the day. The five-day forecast still calling for rain. And finally, it's the rehearsal. It's the day before the wedding. The weather for the rehearsal was wonderful, actually, but... For the wedding day itself, they were calling for scattered thunderstorms. So it was at a country club, so we had a backup plan. If there was going to be a problem with the beach wedding, they were gonna put us inside real quick, blah blah blah. But the couple was really hoping to get married on the beach. So we said, okay, that's the plan for tomorrow. And I believe at that point that the forecasts were even saying that the storms would be after the ceremony itself, so we weren't super worried at that point. So we finished the rehearsal and I bid everyone adieu and start to head home and I say, oh, hey, remember, don't forget to bring the marriage license tomorrow because they had forgotten to bring it to the rehearsal dinner. So I said, okay, yeah, cool, no problem. We're just gonna go to the rehearsal dinner and have fun. Now, something that I feel that I have to share at this point is that this couple was legendary for how hard they partied. Every time I got together with them, the drinks flowed like water. It was intense. Now, you'll see why this comes into play later. So the next day, I show up at the wedding venue about an hour before time, like I usually do, and we're getting set up for the ceremony, and the clouds start to look really angry. And so everyone is eyeing the sky, and they're looking on their phones and trying to pull up minute-by-minute weather forecasts. And what we start to see is that the beginning of the storms has moved up. So at this point, about an hour before the ceremony, it's calling for the storms to start about a half hour after the beginning of the ceremony. Now the couple is dead set on having their wedding on the beach. So I go over to talk to the DJ and I say, well, you know, it looks like we'll have a good half hour. And he looks at me and tells me, I'm giving you 15 minutes. And then I'm packing up my equipment and taking it inside. So great. Now, we had already been planning for the ceremony to be maybe 20 minutes tops, maybe 25 once you include their vows, so it wasn't going to be a long ceremony by any stretch of the imagination. But with the DJ telling me that he was gonna cut sound, I mean, he literally said, I'm going to cut power and cut sound after 15 minutes to get my equipment inside. I said, okay. All right, fair. So we're going to have to do some editing on the fly over and talk to the bride and was asking her, hey, you know, the DJ is going to cut power after 15 minutes. You know, what do we want to make sure we do? What don't we care about? And she said, well, we have to say I do. You have to say I now pronounce you. We want to do the rings and we really want to do this hourglass sand blending unity feature that that they had planned on doing. So she said, let's just cut everything else. She says, we'll share our vows with each other privately later. We'll just do everything else really quick. So I said, okay. And I took my pencil and I took my little book that I had my ceremony written in, and I just started crossing off pages left and right. So at that point, I went to go find the groom and the groomsmen to let them know. And I found them and they were all already drunk. So as I said, famous partiers. So i asked him for the wedding license because they were supposed to have gone and gotten it and he said oh no we forgot it oh man oh i'm so sorry like okay 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 all right fine so anyways i let him know that we had shortened the ceremony and he was totally down for that totally cool and i said okay we're gonna get ready to start right on time so we're actually gonna get you lined up early because we want to make sure that we beat the rain so we ended up getting everybody going early And I said, you know, they had planned a long time between the ceremony and the reception for photos. I said, just make sure you stop by your house and get the marriage license between the ceremony and reception uh, because they had asked me to come to the reception as well. I said, all right, cool, fine, no problem. So we get everybody up there. We get them all lined up and we start the wedding. We actually start the wedding I think we started at two minutes early, which is almost unheard of in the wedding industry. And we said, you know what? Again, outdoor, casual, on the beach. If people come in late, they come in late. We'll live. So we start the wedding. Everyone starts walking down. And we start hearing thunder rolling. (laughs) And at this point, the DJ starts to give me the stink eye. So we go through, and I, I end up even shortening it more on the fly just as we're going through We got through the welcome, thank you all for coming, blah, blah, blah. Um, They didn't want to do a traditional giving away, so that was easy, went straight to the I do's. Um, We did not do the vow sharing, so we had the rings and we had the unity feature. All in all, all told, including the processional and the recessional, the walk in, walk out, it was about 10 minutes long. And it was perfect that it was 10 minutes long because we got them back down the aisle and their exit plan was to go into a nearby building because they weren't doing a receiving line or anything like that. So they go into the nearby building, and as soon as they're in the door, the DJ cuts the equipment and starts packing up, and then, I kid you not, less than five minutes later, the rain just starts pouring. The sky has opened up, everyone starts running for their cars, and it was crazy. So I ran to my car, too, and I shot the groom a text saying, hey, I'll see you guys at the reception. Make sure you get some great photos. Make sure you grab the wedding license. So fast forward about two and a half hours, and I show up to the reception hall about a half hour before they're supposed to make their grand entrance. I figure I'll catch them outside, grab the marriage license then. I had actually decided I wasn't going to stay for the full reception, because at that point my son was about six months old, and I thought, yeah, I'll get home and, you know, help my wife parent. So I'm at the reception hall waiting, and I'm amongst all the other guests, and everyone there is, you know, enjoying. There's a cocktail hour, and there are some light hors d'oeuvres, crudités, and whatnot. And then it comes time for their grand entrance and we're still waiting. And then a half hour goes by and we're still all waiting for them to show up for their grand entrance. So a full 45 minutes after the reception is officially supposed to begin, the party bus pulls up outside and we see a couple of groomsmen stagger out. (laughs) So they get there and turns out they had been not just taking photos, but pre-gaming hard. And, And may I remind you that the groomsmen were already drunk before the wedding itself. So they get there, and there's a whole bunch of hubbub on the party bus. And all the guests are looking and trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, There weren't a ton of windows in this venue, so... It was actually kind of hard to get a good look. So I go and walk outside to go to the party bus to try and figure out what's going on. And I get over there, and the bride is furious. The groom is still pretty drunk, and it turns out that Two of the groomsmen have passed out on the party bus and they can't wake them up because they are so drunk. One has vomited all over himself. One of the ones who is up and moving has vomited all over himself. So he's actually back in jeans and a t-shirt. So he's not even in his tuxedo anymore. Um, So they obviously had been partying real hard over the whole picture time. So I say, well, you know, you'll, you'll do what you'll do. And as I remember, this couple was famous for their partying so I said oh, okay well hey you know I'm sorry I'm not gonna stay for the reception but I want to make sure that I sign the marriage license and then head off and I see the groom's face fall and I just say you forgot it again didn't you oh yeah I'm so sorry man we totally forgot to go get it okay that's fine so I told them to give me a call the next day when they get up And they can drive to my house because I was not going to drive 45 minutes to theirs. And they can bring the wedding license and I will sign everything the next day. And I did. When they showed up at my house at 7.30 p.m. the next day, both wearing dark sunglasses because they were so hungover. Frankly, in retrospect... I'm surprised that nobody went to the hospital for alcohol poisoning that night. Now, all things considered, they were in their 20s, they were young, and like I said, they were famous partiers. All of which to say, they were still a really nice couple. They had a lot of fun. The ceremony, what we had of it was a lot of fun. And you know what? They're still together. And this is probably five or six years ago at this point. I keep up with them on social media, and they recently had a kid, so... I'm glad that everything has worked out and that they are very happy and healthy. And you know, I assume their livers are still intact. (laughs) But as for advice for your wedding day that you can take away from this, first and foremost, always have a plan B if you're planning an outdoor ceremony. And don't be too do or die about the outdoor ceremony itself because as you heard, it can go really, really sideways if you're trying to thread the needle when it comes to weather or things like that. Secondly, make sure that you remember all of the important things for the wedding day, vis-a-vis the marriage license. I know that we had another episode about that where we talked about things that you can't forget, your wardrobe, the rings, your marriage license, and, and seriously, the marriage license is the part that makes it legal, don't forget that. And finally, and this is what I tell all of my couples, if you wanna have a drink or two before the wedding to calm your nerves, especially if you're writing your own vows and you don't like public speaking, by all means, but take it easy don't get absolutely wasted on your wedding day because you're not going to remember it very well and you're not going to enjoy yourself as much as you would have if you weren't, well, I'll just use the word poop-faced, but you know what I mean. And if your wedding party is likely to get poop-faced as well, just remind them that they're there to celebrate you and they're there to be your team and to take it easy and not get completely ridiculous. That way you won't have to babysit anyone and everyone will have a better time. And that's this week's episode. Thank you again for listening. We are so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. Remember, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 a month by going to patreon.com slash crew or leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast network. And make sure that you subscribe to make sure that you don't miss a single episode filled with great stories and wedding tips. So stay tuned for all that and more on next week's episode of Your I Do Crew. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot, Wedding Wire, Facebook and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate and review on iTunes and Google Play and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So, if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedbackyouridocrew.com. At Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. Cheers. I want to get, I want to get. credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.